Welcome to the Roundtable. It is Biggie's time. I'm your host, Mad Kellum. New year. We're going new Biggie's power rankings. It's really been a great start to the Biggie's season. So many great games. Very competitive. You can definitely tell the bottom of the conference is improved. And there really no nights off. Great conference play so far and should continue as we get closer and closer to March. So let's get going. We got number one. Too hard to take them out of the number one spot. It's going to be Villanova. Of course, they won at DePaul since uh, since conference play started, and then they lost at Butler. I mean, can't can't knock them out of that one spot just yet. The loss at Butler. Butler shot, I think it was close to 70% from three. And whether that's great Butler shooting or poor Villanova three-point defense or something in the middle, but I, I can't I can't knock them out. Tough loss. On the road at Butler. Emotional day for Butler as well. And, you know, number one comes to town. Number one, it comes with a target on their back. And and Villanova fell behind by a lot. Really, I mean, showed how tough this team really is. They came back. Jalen Brunson was awesome. Tough loss at Butler. That's not, I don't think it's not coming out of that one spot yet. And then up next, they're playing Marquette. That's going to be a home game. Villanova trying to get back in the win column. Jay Wright usually doesn't let these losing streaks are very long so one loss in a row and guessing it was going to end at that number two we got Xavier they won big win nice road win at Marquette then the home win they came back late against the Paul against a much improved DePaul team but Xavier fought came back they win last night against uh Butler you know Butler coming off the win didn't I mean shot under 30 percent from three this in this one but Xavier, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely buying Xavier. Xavier's look very good this year. I think they're, they have definitely are, I think, the deepest team. Go really solid nine deep, balanced, shooting at every position. Not really too reliant on one guy. We saw how great Blewett was at a conference. He's got that shoulder injury that I think's affected him a little bit recently. His shooting numbers have gone down. The right shoulder, he's had that, you know, bandage on. But I mean, they've no, no, nothing has slowed them down there. I mean, very balanced. Makura's played very well. Nice distribution. Really solid play out of all these guys. And the DePaul game was the one that Blewett didn't start because he was late to a meeting or some something like that. I think they got off to a bit of a slow start. He didn't play great in that game, but they were they were good enough late to win it. They're going to be at Providence next, which, I mean, we'll talk about them, but I mean, it could really depend on what you're going to get from Cartwright. And how healthy he's going to be. Moving on to the three spot here, we got we got Seton Hall, two and zero so far in conference play. They got the the comeback win against Creighton at home, and then they win at home against the injured St. John's team. No Pons, no Lavette. I think St. John's was surprisingly good in this one. I really really wasn't expecting much from them without their two top scorers. I mean, Tariq Owens was awesome. And they really hung with Seen Hall. I mean, the Hall find a way to win it. 2-0. Delgado's getting double-doubles. <laughs> everything's everything's pretty good for Seen Hall right now. Sonogo's back. They got uh, Jordan Walker back as well. The freshman guard. And they look good, so we got them at 3. They're going to be at Butler next. That should be a good one. Tough tough test for Seton Hall. 4 is going to be Butler. They got the win at Georgetown. Huge comeback. Shocking how Georgetown took that 20-point lead. And then, of course, the win at Villanova, we talked about a little bit. Really good win for them. I think they're looking looking right now like a really 
I mean, a nice, solid NCAA tournament team. I mean, a good team, tough team. This is looking like, I mean, new coach, new players, but this is looking like really the same old Butler team that we've seen that, you know, the Butler way, as I like to say. You know, that's really the, that's really the test of, of a uh, team and the culture around that team that, you know, no matter who's there, they're always going to be good, always going to play hard. I think the Keelan Martin, Kamar Baldwin duo was one of the better ones in the conference. You throw in Jorgensen, got like Sean McDermott, really tough, a little undersized, plays big. I really, really like, really like his game. Those two transfers, Jorgensen and McDermott, have been really good. And of course, they're playing uh, Seton Hall next at home. Number five, we got Marquette. Uh, they got the loss at home against Xavier. Played real tough. Andrew Rousey's been great. He was great in that one. Him, uh, Rousey, Makura matchup was a good one. And then Marquette won at home against Georgetown. You know, taking care of business at home against really an inferior opponent. But uh, Mark, I mean Marquette, I think has looked better than I expected. A little, a little deeper. I think it looked like early on. I think it's going to be really Howard and Rousey, which, which it is. I mean that those two really driving them in the backcourt, but you got different guys have stepped up. Uh, Sam Hauser's been really good. Uh, Harry Froling, sophomore, he's been good too, giving him something. And then uh, and then the freshman, uh, Greg Elliott, has looked pretty good off the bench. They're at Providence next. Not, I mean, Providence has had two, two really, two sides this year. So, don't have the pen, just what we're going to see, but that could be a nice one for Marquette on the road. Number six, we have Creighton, really the biggest, I think, fallers from the last power rankings I did. Creighton was four, we got them at six now. They had the loss at Seton Hall, which, I mean, uh, I mean, great, I mean, great atmosphere at the Rock in Newark, but, I mean, Creighton was up big in that one in the first half, double-digit lead, and then going into halftime, like right around 10 or 11, and then I mean, probably a game they should have closed out. I mean, Seen Hall's, Hall's a tough team, but Crane's not done that a few times. They've, I think they've had halftime leads in all of their losses this year. But uh, they came back, they won at home against Providence in a game that Kyron Cartwright didn't really play that much in. I think, I mean, he did roll his ankle in the game. It's been the ankle that's been bothering him. But he didn't play a lot. Wasn't too effective when he was in. And, you know, he, I mean, they Providence really needs him. To really facilitate their offense, Crane got the win. Got to give them credit. Still, they're up against St. John's neck. Not, I mean, nothing. I mean, loss out of Seton Hall, win at home against Providence. Kind of what you would expect from Crane to start the year. So nothing. They haven't played poorly, but kind of with that first half leading in Seton Hall, you would have, you know, from Crane perspective, like to see them close that one out, especially with their second half struggles. In losses. Moving on, number seven, we do have Providence. They won at St. John's. That was the game that Cartwright had uh, went for 21 and 15. Providence made like, what was it, 16 threes, I think. Uh, yeah, 16 for 30 from three. I mean, that was that was the good Providence. They won double, they won by 20 on the road at St. John's, a good St. John's team. But then we saw them, the Dakota Creighton, and they didn't have it really at all. Nate Watson kept them around in that one. And he's been a pleasant surprise. I think his post game inside has been really good. 
And but I mean, you don't want to have to rely on you know Watson to to score all you know a ton of points inside. And then I mean, without when I mean, Cartwright only played about twenty something minutes, twenty I think it was twenty two in that game. Um, so I mean, they I mean they they need to get healthy. I think that's the bottom line for them. Alpha Diallo's been back. He's been healthy. He's playing well. Diallo and Watson both look good. Against Creighton, Bullock was struggled. Didn't do much, really at all. They lose by you know twenty at Creighton. But two, I mean two road games in the conference. They go one and one. It's not terrible. They're home against Marquette next. Moving on, we got eight. We got St. John's. I mean zero and two to start out conference play and. They had the big loss against Providence. I mean, Providence shot so well. Cartwright was great. I mean, Diallo, I mean, they really all mean everyone really played well for Providence. Put up 94 points against what's been a really good St. John's defense with Tariq Owens inside. Almost had four blocks a game. So, and then they lose at Seton Hall, which you kind of expect on the road against a better team. So they're at, they're at Creighton next. Another tough game for them. You know, they're they're a good team, but you, you got to see them, you know, you want to see them win. In order, in order to really say that, can't keep on losing and keep on saying they're a good team. But I think they are a good team. I think I think they're going to rebound. And I mean, again, I mean, the big thing I think right now is just getting Pons and Lavette healthy. Well, that's been I think eight games at least now, eight or nine. Pons has now missed I think just the last game against Seton Hall. But they, I mean, they played well without without both of them. Yeah, Pons missed the last game. Without both of them, they played well and they put up a lot of points against Seton Hall. I think Seton Hall was just a little better. I think, if, I mean, if Ponds, I mean, if Ponds were a little better player, they could have definitely won that game on the road. That would so that's I mean, it's just two big injuries there. Number nine, we got Georgetown. I mean, I, I wanted to put DePaul here, but the, I mean, of course Georgetown won at DePaul last night. So Georgetown loses to Butler. They had the huge lead, they blow it, and they lose in double overtime, and then they lose to Marquette. And then, of course, the win at DePaul. I think, I mean, it's really, um, Derrickson and Govan have been, looked really good. And, I mean, the, I mean, the guard play has been good enough to get by. They've been able to win some games against the, I mean, everyone knows it's not a great schedule they've played, but one and two in the conference, they win at DePaul. I mean, DePaul's not that, not really a tough place to play, but nice to get a road, road win for them. I mean, Paul. I want. I wanted to put them ninth, but they won and they had to lose at home to Georgetown. So kind of had to switch those two. The loss at home against Villanova. They put up. I mean, 80, 80 something points on Villanova. Who's Villanova's defense hasn't looked as good as it's been the last few years, but still impressive from DePaul. Like, I mean, the, the game was a blowout, but they did keep it kind of close. And then they had the huge second half lead over Xavier, and they went up blowing it. So they lose at Xavier. Tough start to the conference, the Villanova and Xavier. See, two kind of tough losses. I think Xavier is definitely a tough loss on the road. Real tough loss, especially, I mean, again, they kind of should have won. But, um, so, I mean, you, then you kind of want to see them put it together and win at home against the really another cellar dweller in the Big East, which has been, which is which was Georgetown. They couldn't put it together. Down by, like, you know, 7 to 10, really, the whole game. And then they lose. You know, you see, want to see them put up a little better of a fight. So they lose at Georgetown. They got they're at St. John's next, and that's gonna be it. One through ten, we got Villanova, Xavier, Seton Hall, Butler, Marquette, Creighton, Providence, St. John's, Georgetown, DePaul. Thank you for listening. This has been Big East Time. My name is Matt Kellen. Thanks.